Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be your glorious name. Good morning. Today we have a little bit of a different format. Um, Rob is on his way back from camp, and so um, we're just going to have an extended worship, and in between our songs, we're going to talk about joy. And I think it's a wonderful opportunity because, um, as you'll find out in these songs, that joy is expressed through thankfulness and praise and worship. And so that's what we're going to do today. We're going to practice joy. I wanted to talk about happiness versus joy. Um, When you're happy, it's a feeling of pleasure. I feel good and things are going good for me, but it's fleeting. It can pass. Um, It's often a result of good fortune or something good happening to me. But joy is my core. It's a settled assurance that God is in control of all the details of my life. The quiet confidence that ultimately everything is going to be all right. And determined, and the determined choice to praise God in every situation. That my circumstances could be bad, but I'm going to still praise God because I know who He is and I know what He's promised me. So we can stand in joy firmly because we know that God's hand is on us, because we know that our lives have meaning and purpose beyond our circumstances, because we know who we are in Christ and what He has called us to and what we're heading towards. When we're facing a season of pain or uneasiness, our joy doesn't stop. Psalm 30, verse 5 says, His anger only lasts for a moment, but his favor lasts a lifetime. Weeping may endure for the night, but joy comes in the morning. Guys, joy isn't tested when things are great. Our joy and our strength are tested when things are difficult. Happiness may falter. You can be sad and still have joy. We'll talk about that a little later, too. You can be disappointed but still know where your strength comes from when the doctor report comes in, when relationships are frayed, when money is tight, when the addiction comes knocking. Where are you going to run when things get hard and you don't understand why? We say, God, I don't get it, but I'm going to trade this in for joy. I know you'll carry me through. So we say yes this morning to God's promises for us. Yes, God, I know you're fighting for me. Yes, God, I'm weak, but you are strong. Yes, God, I will hope in you to renew my strength. Yes, God, I am pressed and struck down, but I am not destroyed. 1 Peter 1, 3-9. I'll praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. It is by great mercy that we have been born again, because God raised Jesus Christ from the dead. Now we live with great expectation, and we have a priceless inheritance. An inheritance that is kept in heaven for you, pure and undefiled, beyond the reach of change and decay. And through your faith, God is protecting you by his power until you receive the salvation which is ready to be revealed on the last day for all to see. So be truly glad. This is a wonderful joy ahead. There is a wonderful joy ahead, even though you must endure many trials for a little while. These trials will show that your faith is genuine. It is being tested as a fire test and purifies gold. Though your faith is more precious than mere gold. So when your faith remains strong through many trials, it will bring you much praise and glory to honor. I don't know where to go with this. Um, on the day when Jesus Christ is revealed to the whole world. 
You love him even though you have never seen him. Though you do not see him, you trust him, and you rejoice with glorious, expressible, inexpressible joy. The reward for trusting him will be the salvation of your souls. So this morning, we choose joy. And I just encourage you for this next song to really participate, to really um, get the meaning of those words, and it's a fun song. And let's say yes to, lo- to the Lord this morning. I'm treating my sorrows. I'm treating my shame. I'm laying them down for the joy of the Lord. I'm treating my sickness. I'm treating my pain. I'm laying them down for the joy of the Lord. We say yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord, amen. I am pressed but not crushed, persecuted, not abandoned, struck down but not destroyed. I am blessed beyond the curse, for his promise will endure. That is, joy is going to be my trade. Though the sorrow may last for the night, his joy comes in the morning, yeah. I'm trading my sorrow. I'm trading my shame. I'm laying them down for the joy of the Lord. I'm trading my sickness. I'm trading my pain. I'm laying them down for the joy of the Lord. We say yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord, amen. I am pressed but not crushed, persecuted, not abandoned, struck down but not destroyed. I am blessed beyond the curse, for his promise will endure, that is, joy is going to be my strength. Though the sorrow may last for the night, its joy comes with the morning, yeah. I'm treating my sorrows, I'm treating my shame, I'm laying them down for the joy of the Lord. I'm treating my sickness, I'm treating my pain. I'm laying them down for the joy of the Lord. Say yes, Lord. We say yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, yes, Lord. Amen. Sing that again. Yes, Lord. We say yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord, amen. I'm treating my sorrows. I'm treating my shame. 
Thankfulness can keep us in the presence of joy. Often we can be reminded of all we are to be joyful about when we start entering God's presence with thankfulness. And we, and we just start thanking him for all he's done and all we know he's going to do and how he's made a way. We can bring others into the presence of God with our joy when we choose gladness over gloom. When we say, God, I don't feel like it, but I'm going to worship you today because you are worthy that brings joy. Thankfulness makes a way for joy because our joy is not circumstantial. When you're feeling the pressure in your circumstances, start to worship and thank God because he never fails. He never changes. He's the God who makes you glad this morning. So remind your circumstances who your God is and what he has promised for you. In Second Chronicles 20, it says, I don't know what to do, but my eyes are on you. And in Psalm 100, it says, shout to joy, shout with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him singing with joy. Acknowledge that the Lord is God. He made us and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good. His unfailing love continues forever and his faithfulness continues to each generation. I will enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart. I will enter his courts with praise. I will say this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. He has made me glad. He has made me glad. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. He has made me glad. He has made me glad. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. I will enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart. I will enter his courts with praise. I will say this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. He has made me glad. He has made me glad. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. He has made me glad. He has made me glad. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. One more time. I will enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart. I will enter his courts with praise. I will say this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. He has made me glad. He has made me glad. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. He 
has made me glad. He has made me glad. I will rejoice for He has made me glad. He has made me glad. He has made me glad. I will rejoice for He has made me glad. He has made me glad. He has made me glad. I will rejoice for He has made me glad. Hallelujah. Okay, I know this is all awkward, but. If you can be seated, we're going to do communion right now. We don't know what we're doing. Um, I just want to re- remind anybody that needs to fill out a connection card with prayer requests or um you, you're new and you want to give us your information. Also, we have um, offering at this time, too, if you'd like to give. Um, reminder that we do communion. We come up, we get hand sanitizer. That's important because I know my house has had, like, three different things going on of sickness. Um, and then we take our bread, we dip it. I didn't see the kerchief there. <laughs> um, and then you find someone to pray with. Um and then for all of those out in Facebook world, feel weird addressing a phone, um, you can pray with us and participate. You're not going to see us up here for a while. That's because we're going to pray. Um, so find someone to pray with. Maybe grab some bread and a grape or grape juice and uh, do communion with us. Um, and leave a comment of your prayer request. Um, in Hebrews 12, verses 1 through 3, it says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles us, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and he sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. Jesus is our example in joy. He's, I mean, the cross was hard. And every sin of every person who ever lived and will live was weighing on him. But it says, for the joy set before him, he still endured it. While he was up there, he was thinking of us all and all the ways we've messed up and broke his heart. But guys, he still chose us. He chose to die in this way. The Bible says, for the joy set before him, he endured the cross. He knew what would happen after this moment of the most extreme hardship he ever faced. Jesus knew that there would be joy on the other side, so he did it. He realized that the challenges he was facing now were nothing in comparison to what was waiting for him. And for us, he trusted his Father. And he knew, I might have to endure this for a little while, but joy's on the other side, and there's blessing on the other side. God's desire for us is to be as free as possible from anything that weighs us down, from living the life that best serves others and glorifies him. When we keep our eyes on Jesus and face sin head on, we choose to focus on the joy of our salvation. We won't become weary or discouraged. Jesus, I just thank you that you set the example of joy. And I just pray this morning that as we take communion, God, that we just check ourselves. God, what sin is in my heart weighing me down? God, and we just confess that to you. God, and those circumstances around us may not always be great, but we can set our joy in you, Jesus, because we know 
what your promises are. And we know that you'll carry us. We thank you, God. We thank you for the cross, and we thank you for your shed blood. In Jesus' name, amen. You can come up. or anything you want to check out, we have an app and also we have an email that gets sent out um, and you can go to lifequest.cc, I think, um, for to look at announcements as well. So if you have trouble with anything, just see Kathy. <laughs> She'll help you. As we get started for our second round of songs, um, you know, we have tens of thousands of reasons to be thankful and joyful when times are best for us. Like, you know, that came my way. I'm so excited. Thank you, God. Um, but what if we can't find a reason when times are rough? Joy is essential to our walk with Christ. And to hear that, some people think of promise and hope. Like, yes, um, if joy is essential, then that means joy is possible. And that excites me. In this world so full of sin and suffering and misery, it's great to hear that God wants joy for us. Um, the joy in us is based on the goodness of God. Joy in our hearts is the fitting response to the goodness of our giver. But maybe if you hear that joy is essential in our walk with Christ, it makes you feel inadequate. Um, maybe you feel more condemnation than possibilities. Maybe you're thinking joy feels like a burden and things aren't going well for me. And my life doesn't look good. And how can I be joyful through that? And maybe I'm not a good Christian because I'm not feeling the joy in my circumstances because they're not good. And no one has to go through what I go through. You know, those, those kind of pity parties we throw ourselves, which sometimes are, are valid. But I have great news for you this morning that God is committed to our joy. Our joy is tied to his glory. John Piper says, God is most glorified in you when you are most satisfied in him. So... The God, the creator of the world, who needs glory, like he wants glory. He, in every situation, he wants to be the one who shines, says, I care about your joy. And the more that I'm glorified, your joy will rise. God is committed to your thick, substantial, rich joy that runs deep and wide in your life in an otherwise joyless setting. He's not against us. He's for us. And I know sometimes it feels like that. Sometimes when our situations, um, we can't see a way out. It feels like, God, why? why? Why did you do this to me? But he says, I'm for you. And I want you to have joy in the situation because when you have joy, I'm glorified. So he has every reason to show you what joy he has. And how to see the joy in your situation. In Jeremiah 32:41, it says, I will rejoice in doing them good, I being God. And I will plant them in this land in faithfulness with all my heart and soul. Even though we suffer, there is joy coming. We just get a sample now, even when we're struggling. And we'll always have ups and downs. We'll always have anxieties and anguish. But God says, I'm here because there's a greater joy coming. And so if we can just find the positive in the situation, which is God is God, and he is good, and he's done 
more than this. He's parted the Red Seas. Our reason for worshiping and joy when we can't seem to find a reason, he's God. Stand with us. Please. Sometimes we just have to tell ourselves, just worship, just bless the Lord this morning. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, oh my soul, and worship His holy name. Sing like never before, oh my soul, I worship Your Your holy name. 
God, we just thank you this morning that you rescued us from a place we could never be rescued from ourselves. We thank you for your patience with us, God. Our future was death, but you came and you brought life. You're a living hope into our souls and our lives. I thank you that that means joy for us. There is joy in your victory this morning and in our victory. There is joy in your faithfulness. God, this morning there is joy in your kindness and your grace. There is joy in your forgiveness and freedom that you give, God. There's joy in your salvation. Bring it back to us, God, the joy of our salvation. There's joy in your promises, God. There's joy in your resurrection because it means new life for us. And God, there's joy in your rescue. Help us to part the curtain and see through the dark when things don't seem very joyful. And through our circumstances, God, help us praise the one who set us free. How great the chasm that lay between us 
to heaven and spoke your name into the Has lost its grip on me. You have broken every 
retain their salvation in your name, Jesus Christ, my living hope. Let's sing verse 3 again. Jesus, I just thank you that you are a living hope. As I was writing all this up, I was just kind of wrestling with myself about what I was going to share personally, I guess. (laughs) Um, I'm a watcher. I'm an observer. And so I'm always like, I guess seeing how people handle situations and drawing from that. There was a lady in the church I grew up in, and I looked up to her so much. I still do. And she and her family had been through so much. Um, So much. And I remember thinking, like, how can someone get blow after blow after blow and still in church on Sunday morning, raising her hands. And still during the work week, like a shining example for Christ. And still so much joy in her heart when she's been struck down over and over and over again. It's because she knew who her God is. And then I started thinking about myself while I was thinking about this woman. And I was like, am I like that? Can I... Look at God, and after blow, after blow, after blow, remain faithful. Um, My whole life, not my whole life, probably starting around my teens, I really struggled with depression. And I have up until about three years ago. Depression and suicidal, I was not well. And 
there had been times where I was like, God, why? Where I would have thoughts from the enemy that would just take me down. But I, I never stopped praising God. But God, he was always faithful to me. And through the circumstances, through depression, through my suicide, I still knew God was good. Suicidal thoughts, not suicide, obviously. You know, Paul sang in prison, and Job refused to curse God, and Ruth wouldn't leave, and Joseph showed mercy when he didn't have to, and Esther led a whole nation to fast and pray. And all of them had such great circumstances that sometimes we look at our circumstances and say, there's no way out. There's no way for me. But God says, I still part seas. And if I did that for them, I'll do the same for you. And sometimes it doesn't look physical. Sometimes, you know, we're looking at the sea and we're saying, there's no way, you know, or God, you know, I need this right now. And sometimes it's not physical. Sometimes he doesn't give you physically what you need, but he is there in your circumstances and he will part the seas and he will make a way. Our problems tend to be short-sighted and whatever is in front of us is our biggest deal. But God says, I've already taken care of it. And so there's reason for joy this morning because God cares about you. God cares about your circumstances. And even though they're small things, like he's not parting the Red Sea, right? Like he doesn't have to because it's not that big of a deal. But we look at it and we say, God, I I can't go on. It wasn't until I had that revelation in my depression. Actually, it was over. It's funny, you know, with little kids, they are constantly causing all kinds of trouble. So... There was one day, I remember in particular, I was, like, deep in my depression, and I had these two friends that I called um, when I started, like, having bad thoughts. And there was one day I was home, and Eli had to be one or two, and he had stuck something down the toilet, and it was overflowing, and it hadn't been flushed before that. So it was a great big mess. And I had locked myself in my room, and I was just like, I can't. I can't deal with this little petty little thing. It's just one more thing I don't need. And I called my friend Jocelyn. And she said, it's a small potatoes girl. <laughs> like, and, you know, we talked about how it all accumulated to that. And she's the one who said, you don't think God can take care of your toilet and take care of your depression when he has done everything he's done in the Bible. How he made a way for the Israelites over and over and over again, even though they failed him. Even though they turned their backs on him. And it was in that moment, over a clogged toilet, that I was like, absolutely not. No more. And I just started being free from the depression and from the suicidal thoughts. And it was amazing. (laughs) It was awesome. Um, And I haven't looked back because that's not me anymore. I used to claim I'm a depressed person, but now the joy in God is deep. It runs deep, guys, and it doesn't matter your circumstances. You can come out of them through the joy of the Lord because God is greater, and he's not intimidated by anything you're going through. We can choose to endure our circumstances. 
and remembering that the joy is set before us. God will be glorified when we face our circumstances. It doesn't mean that we're always happy about what's happening to us. And that it, it means that we know that God's taking care of us. Remember our definition in the front, that joy is our core. It is a settled assurance that God is in control of all the details in my life, the quiet confidence that ultimately everything is going to be all right, and the determined choice to praise God in every situation. The man who wrote our last song, um, our last two songs that we're doing, um, maybe you've heard the story before. It's always stuck with me since I was a little kid. Um, it's, it is well with my soul. And his name is Horatio. And before he wrote the song, he lost a son to, um, this was like 18-something. And so he lost a son to a disease. He died. He was young. And then um, trying to get over that, he's like, well, let's go on vacation. Because apparently, th- so people still did that back then to get, a, get away. And he sent his two daughters and his wife on a, on a ship. Um, and he said, I'll meet you there. And the ship went down, and he lost his entire family within a couple months. And then he wrote this song. It is well with my soul. The man loses his entire family, and he says, God, I know you're still good, because he understands joy. And he understands that it's not circumstantial what happens to me. He knows that God is still going to pull through with him, even though bad things happen. So as we sing these next two songs, um, God, I just pray that you intervene in hearts today. And if you're in need of some joy, I invite you to come. Come up, get prayed for. Come up, get closer to worship. Whatever you need this morning, just take some time with God as we sing. And ask for that joy, and he will increase it. Thank you, Jesus. Shed his own blood. 
that are shaken and stirred can be calmed and broken from my regard. Through it all, through it all, my eyes are on you. And through it all, through it all, it is well. Still know his name. 
the end of service. I know we've been singing seven songs. I know I've been talking a lot. But some of us are distracted this morning. God's trying to get your attention this morning. He has been for a long time. asking for you to move a mountain by yourself. He's not asking for you to walk on water by yourself. 
sing, would you just lean into me this morning? Would you just trust me? Would you focus? Because the release comes when we say, God, I don't understand, but it is still well with me. God, I'm hurting. Or God, someone hurt me. Or God, my loss is so great. I'm struggling. But he's saying, come. I never change. I'm still good. My joy gives you strength. Oh God, help us to return to the joy of our salvation. still care about our joy. That you're still here when circumstances are hard. And also the reminder, God, that when circumstances are good, to, to worship you, to be thankful, God, to be joyful in our spirit. Thank you that you are good and faithful and gracious and merciful. you for being the God who raised from the dead and said we have the same power. Help our souls, help our spirits to say it as well, no matter what we face.
we're going to do some cleanup, and then we're going to get lunch out, and we're going to have our meeting. <laughs> Truth is over. So stay tuned for part two.
tells me what I've done. It reminds me what's gone wrong.